Well, as Australia's borders are shut to fight the coronavirus, it's been a unique time for our correspondents who simultaneously are covering the outbreaks around the world and trying to decide what the best options are for them and their families. In Japan, toilet paper and masks have been hard to come by, but supplies are returning to normal and many store shelves remain well stocked with food. Despite criticism that the country is not testing enough, the government says it's up to doctors to decide whether a patient warrants screening. The health health ministry says it isn't necessary to carry out tests on people who are simply worried. Our North Asia correspondent, Jake Sturmer, shares a snapshot of life in Japan. Hearing the news of the Australian government's do not travel advice with a young child banging away in the background made me wonder whether staying here in Tokyo was the right thing to do. It's the biggest metropolis in the world, and yet in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, life here doesn't seem too different. Heading to get a coffee with my wife, the streets remain pretty packed. Sort of walking down, does it feel any different to a normal day here? It feels exactly the same. There is zero difference. Um, The only thing that I've noticed is a a little bit different is there are more children around because of the closure of the schools. Inside the coffee shop, I ask how business has been. The barista tells me it's busy today, but things have been a little more quiet lately. I then went to the entrance of the local train station to see how congested public transport was. There's certainly still plenty of people pouring out of the trains uh, as as a new one comes. I mean, this is the one of the busiest lines, the Yamanote Loop line. Trains come every couple of minutes all day here, and... Uh, most people seem to have masks on. I'd say, yeah, probably closer to maybe 20% of people don't have masks, but the vast majority of people do. The sign here says that easing the congestion level in trains is an effective method to stop the spread of the virus. That's why they're asking customers to actively consider working from home or commuting outside of rush hour, washing hands, disinfecting with alcohol and coughing etiquette, are the basic infection prevention measures and methods. People here tend to wear masks anyway, and it's hay fever season, so it's hard to say whether more people are wearing them than usual. It's not to say the coronavirus is having little impact here, though. Far from it. There's a strange mix of normality and emergency. Japan's Prime Minister asked schools to shut down and people to avoid mass gatherings. The government promised billions in support for workers and businesses affected and there could be more on the way. The announcements came all of a sudden amid criticism the government had been doing too little. But right now the number of infections has not exploded in Japan. Authorities don't know exactly why yet. In the country's northern island of Hokkaido, the nation's prefecture with the highest number of infections, a three-week state of emergency has ended. They've still asked people to avoid going to high-risk areas. The World Health Organization's Director-General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus has been clear. Test, test, test. Test every suspected case. 
But so far, Japan has conducted far fewer tests than other countries. It's done more than 32,000 here, compared to at least 80,000 in Australia. Just for comparison, there are around 25 million people in Australia and 127 million in Japan. As of last week, around 1,300 tests per day on average have been conducted. That's around 20% of capacity. Experts say it's been challenging to put in place arrangements for testing and training, and there's been difficulty securing enough equipment. And some doctors here have warned against hospitalising all positive cases so that there are enough beds for those with very serious symptoms. Big sporting events in Japan have been postponed or held behind closed doors. Just not that major sporting event coming in the next few months, the Olympic Games. The government here and the International Olympic Committee have been keen to go ahead with the Games as planned this summer. IOC President Thomas Bach held a teleconference with athletes this week. Everybody realised that there we have uh, still more than uh, four uh, months uh, to go and we will uh, address uh, this action. We will keep uh, acting uh, in a responsible uh, way in the interest of uh, the athletes uh, but always respecting uh, our two principles, uh, the first uh, priority being safeguarding uh, the uh, health of the athletes and contribute uh, to uh, the containment of uh, the virus. And uh, secondly, then uh, to protect the interest of uh, the athletes uh, and Olympic sports. And this was uh, the spirit uh, of this very productive call. But dissent is growing. Britain's four-time Olympic rowing champion Matthew Pinsent has called for Tokyo 2020 to be called off, describing the IOC as tone-deaf for proceeding with the Games amid the outbreak. Reigning Olympic pole vault champion Katarina Stefanidi said the IOC decision was putting athletes' health at risk, urging them to train as normal when entire countries have shut down to contain the virus spread. IOC member and former Olympian Hayley Wickenheiser called the decision to proceed with the Games insensitive and irresponsible. Japanese Deputy Prime Minister Taro Aso this week referred to the Games as cursed due to mounting speculation they might be postponed or cancelled. The Vice President of Japan's Olympic Committee tested positive for the virus this week as well. He'd also met the Chief of the Tokyo 2020 Organising Committee, Yoshiro Mori. But Mr Mori's office says he hasn't been tested because he doesn't meet the requirements and is not showing symptoms. Qualification events have been cancelled or delayed and the Olympic flame was lit and handed over to Japan behind closed doors. The Japanese leg of the relay is supposed to begin in Fukushima next week, but it's been scaled back significantly. There won't be spectators at the grand start and locals have been advised not to gather in large groups by the roadside to watch. So while it hasn't spread explosively in Japan yet, there have been a number of clusters and the number of infected people is increasing, particularly in urban areas. Even if Japan gets this virus under control, it'll be up to how the rest of the world manages it that'll determine the fate of the Games. And thanks and all the very best to our North Asia correspondent, Jake Sturmer.